0: Chats, a podcast series produced by the lawyers at Haynes and Boone in the AI and Deep Learning Industry team to explore the exciting, ever-evolving, and occasionally controversial world of artificial intelligence. I'm Jeff Wolfson, a partner normally residing in the Washington, D.C. office and chair of the Patent Prosecution Practice Group. I'm joined by my AI and Deep Learning Practice Group colleague, Hong Shi from our Austin office. As we all know, implicit bias is a critical topic that's been in the news lately, in homage to that, for our episode today, we're going to talk about the hot-button topic of bias in AI systems and its legal implications. But before we begin, we have our standard disclaimer. This podcast is for informational purposes only, is not intended to be legal advice, and does not establish an attorney-client relationship. The topics we discuss are subject to change. Legal advice of any nature should be sought from your legal counsel, and we hope you engage Chains and Boone for that role, if you haven't already. Before we dive into our AI bias topic today, we should note that more than 24 million COVID-19 vaccination doses have been administered worldwide as of last week. With vaccine distribution, we're seeing a light at the end of the tunnel and getting closer to a return to normalcy. How has AI helped in the fight against COVID-19?
1: AI has been helping with fighting against COVID-19 in many ways. For example, AI has helped with early detection of the infection and tracking the spread of the virus. It can quickly analyze and recognize irregular symptoms, for example, by learning from chest CT scans or audio recordings of coughs of patients. Also, AI has accelerated COVID-19 drug and vaccine development and distribution. Vaccinating the global population against COVID-19 is one of the biggest distribution challenges the world has ever faced. AI helps with various problems in the distribution. Those can include demand forecasting, supply chain management, quality assurance, and adverse event surveillance. So for example, on demand forecasting, AI uses zip code level data on demographics and health status, together with information on people's attitudes towards vaccinations to forecast demand. It also helps to ensure that vaccines are distributed equitably. On adverse event surveillance, AI has been used to track the batch and lot numbers to know exactly where each dose is and who received it, such that any adverse events can be reported Back to the drug manufacturers.
0: As the economy begins the slow process of reopening in places that have closed or limited operations recently, AI will play a key role in how companies manage the uncharted landscape before them. For example, what AI has learned in vaccine distribution for demand forecasting and supply chain management on such a large scale will be very useful in helping consumer products companies manage their inventory flow based on customers' dynamic demand shifts. Turning now to today's topic of bias in AI and its legal implications. Hong, tell us, what is AI bias? Does it relate to implicit bias among people, for example? Can you give us some real world examples?
1: One real world example is an AI healthcare system that was used on more than 200 million people in hospitals. It was used to predict which patients would likely need extra medical care. However, it was found that, that AI healthcare system heavily favored white patients over black patients in prediction of extra medical care, which led to unfair medical resource allocation.
0: So we're saying AI bias is the tendency of a system to falsely assume certain facts or otherwise arrive at outcomes that are not accurate because the system tends to have a bias favoring certain outcomes. Did the unfair result in that case happen because the AI algorithm used race as a parameter in its algorithm?
1: No, actually, the AI algorithm itself did not use race as a variable. However, it used another variable that turns out to be highly correlated to race, which was the healthcare cost history. The cost history was used to indicate a particular person's healthcare needs. For various reasons, Black patients incurred lower healthcare costs than white patients' when they have similar conditions on average. And this led to the biased
0: result. So another example might be some studies that have shown doctors, even some black doctors, tend to under-prescribe anesthesia to black patients for the same pain levels as in white patients. As a result, when data like this is fed into an AI or deep learning system, the AI winds up interpreting things based on the real-world information, which itself is biased. Of course, AI can also help identify such real-world biases to help correct the problem and develop better, less biased sources of data as well.
1: AI recruiting system is another example. A leading tech company stopped using its automated AI recruiting tool after realizing that it was biased against women. The reason for that was the algorithm was based on the number of resumes submitted over the past 10 years And since most of the applicants were men, it was accidentally and inherently trained to favor men over women as candidates.
0: So bias continues to be one of the biggest challenges in AI development, in a sense, mirroring the inherent bias issues we're seeing in society at large. Why is bias in AI hard to fix? Well, it's hard to fix in society, so it's not too surprising it's hard to fix in AI systems. AI is becoming so powerful though, couldn't AI systems also use some algorithm to correct the bias?
1: You're right. Scientists have been using AI to identify the conscious and subconscious human biases to bring about positive changes. However, fairness in AI remains a very hard task. One reason is the unknown unknowns. The introduction of a bias isn't always very obvious during a model's construction. You may not realize the downstream impacts of your data and choices until much later. Let's use the AI recruiting system as an example. There, when the engineers initially discovered that its tool was effectively penalizing female candidates, they changed it to ignore explicitly gendered words like women's. However, they soon discovered that the revised system was still picking up on implicitly gendered words and using those to make its decisions. Some of those words include executed and captured, which were used more often by men and as such, were highly correlated with men over women. Another difficulty in correcting AI bias of course, is the challenge of the definition of fairness in AI. First, there's no standard definition of fairness itself. What is fair has a long history of debate in social science and the law. And the computer science implementation of AI adds another layer of challenge, where the concept of fairness needs to be defined in mathematical terms. So overall, I think it's fair to say that fairness in AI presents both great opportunities to fix the biases and then challenges in that it itself generates biases.
0: So what steps can one take to address AI bias and help ensure fairness when developing, training and operating AI and deep learning systems?
1: Because different players associated with the AI tools usually have different levels of access and the control of different components, they may adopt different steps to address AI bias. So for example, developers usually have control of both the training data sets and the model. And on the other hand, those AI tools may appear like a black box to operators who usually are outsiders that do not have access to the information inside that box.
0: So what steps are developers of AI tools taking to address this AI bias?
1: So developers set checkpoints at various stages of the development lifecycle. They always ask themselves questions at those stages. For example, how representative is my training data? Does my model account for biases? How accurate are my results predictions based on the data? And also ask, does my reliance on big data raise any fairness concerns? So there are open source packages, for example, AI fairness toolkits aim to help developers examine, report, and mitigate bias. However we need to know that those toolkits are usually generic and may not be designed to fit the specific need of a particular
0: AI tool. Now, aside from those people designing AI tools, there are operators of AI tools. What steps can these operators take to minimize AI bias, especially when they may not have access to either the training data or the algorithm the developer used?
1: So the operators may not have direct access to the training data sets and algorithm, but they have the real world inputs and outputs. By closely monitoring those inputs and outputs, operators may be able to identify unfair treatment as well. So for example, operators may be able to evaluate user experience in real world across a broad spectrum of users, use cases, and contacts of use to see if any unfair results appear. They can then report back to the AI developers when an issue occurs. To ensure fairness to consumers, transparency is also very important. Operators of those AI tools should let consumers know when AI systems are used to make certain decisions and they should be ready to explain to the consumers how the data is used to arrive at that decision. We should note that both developers and operators are human beings and then have their own biases. So, as such, companies should really consider using outside objective observers that can independently test the algorithm.
0: Thanks, Hong. So look, we're lawyers. Do we have some guidance for AI tool developers and users to help minimize bias?
1: AI regulation is still at its very early stages, but we are seeing a move toward regulation, both in the United States and abroad. We expect that more AI application guidelines will be available both at the state and the federal levels. One regulation of particular interest to consumers and consumer product providers is the FTC's guidelines on using artificial intelligence
0: and algorithms. The Federal Trade Commission promotes consumer protection. It's important for companies using AI to be aware of the latest guidance from the FTC and other applicable agencies, like the FDA, for example, to ensure its use of AI does not violate either antitrust or consumer protection laws. While agency guidance typically does not have the force of law, it does provide boundaries for what's acceptable and guidance on complying with the law, including regulations that the agency has issued or plans to issue. Notably, the FTC and certain other agencies don't just provide guidance, they also bring agency proceedings and even lawsuits to enforce their laws and regulations when businesses fail to comply. So, Hong, when was this particular FTC guidance issued?
1: So, this particular guidance was issued in April last year when the pandemic brought a spotlight on automated AI pricing tools in online marketplaces. This guidance is mainly aimed at helping businesses avoid misleading consumers, illegal discrimination, or violation of the Fair Credit Reporting Act. We know that the Fair Credit Reporting Act can apply to a lot of companies which assemble consumer information or use those information for decision-making about eligibility for credit, employment, insurance, housing, or similar benefits.
0: So what are some key takeaways from the FTC guidance that our clients might want to know about and other companies might be interested in knowing?
1: The guidance focuses on four major issues that companies marketing or selling to consumers should consider when designing and using AI. The algorithm should be transparent about the use of AI, should be fair, that is to say, not biased, empirically sound, And also, any decisions based on the algorithm should be communicated to the consumer. First, regarding transparency, the guidance emphasizes that companies that mislead consumers about the use of automated tools could face FTC enforcement. For example, a company that uses AI chatbots to deceive consumers into believing that they're communicating with a live person could face FTC enforcement. Second, on fairness, the guideline advises that both inputs and outputs are important in evaluating fairness. The guidance also identifies the risk that a facially neutral model may result in a disparate impact on the protected class, as we discussed in the healthcare and the recruiting tool examples. Third, on empirically sound, the guideline highlights companies' obligation to ensure that AI provides the maximum possible accuracy for consumer reports and provide consumers with access to their own information. The guidance also emphasizes on clear communication with the consumer. The guidance provides specific suggestions when companies rely on algorithms to deny consumers something of value, for example, a loan application or assign a risk score like a credit score. In those cases, the companies must be in a position to first disclose the key factors that impact the decision-making process and second, explain to the consumer why the algorithm arrived at a particular result.
0: The FTC guidance clearly has implications for the use of algorithms and AI in all sorts of industries, including some you might not expect, such as AI-powered healthcare technologies used for patient monitoring, infection prevention, and vaccine development and distribution to address the COVID-19 pandemic, as we previously discussed. Companies using AI should therefore exercise caution and be aware that even algorithms developed with, quote, with good intentions may still generate unfair results and should take steps to address such unfairness as best as possible. Thank you to our listeners for joining us. You can find episodes of our AI chats on various major podcast platforms, including Apple, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Our podcasts and relevant articles about AI topics are also located on Haynes & Boone's AI and Deep Learning Industry Team landing page, found at haynesboone.com. That's H-A-Y-N-E-S-B-O-O-N-E.com.
1: Our practice page also contains our contact information. Please feel free to reach out to any of us if you'd like to suggest topics for future AI chats episodes. Take care all.